what we want to do is convert this motherhood penalty into a motherhood asset where women aren't held back because they're mothers in their careers, but we're able to leverage the benefits of motherhood to further your career goals in the way fathers, frankly, are able to see today. There's a fatherhood asset today where fathers actually do better in their careers based on some research than, than non-fathers. So what, how do we get to the point where that's the case for women? When we say you're losing women because there's this motherhood penalty, it's not just that you know 30 to 40% of your mothers are quitting. No, the majority of them that come back are gonna work part-time or become less productive for you as an employee because there are these obstacles that are put in their way artificially that you can help bring down so that you can not only retain that employee, but keep them on their career path and get them into leadership positions over time Welcome to the Mother Honestly podcast. This is your host, Blessing Adeshion, founder and CEO of Mother Honestly. On this show, we interview ambitious women that are thriving in and beyond motherhood. Expect honest and real conversations that will encourage and inspire you to take actions on your dreams. Hello, thank you so much for joining me on the Mother Honestly podcast. I am your host for today's episode. I'm Kristen Hall, the COO of Mother Honestly, and I'm so thrilled to have Dirk Dobler joining me today on the podcast. He's the founder and CEO of Parento, the first provider for paid parental leave. Parento is the go-to resource for employers to support their working parents, and it's such, such a needed entity right now, and we're so thrilled to have you on the podcast. Dirk, thanks so much for joining. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Kristen. Thanks. Go ahead and give our listeners a little bit more background about yourself and also how did you come up with this great company? Yeah, so my background is actually not in insurance or really in the parental space. I'm primarily a data and finance person. I started my career in Wall Street and then progressed ultimately to become the CFO of a company most recently. And while I was there, I wanted to offer paid parental leave to my employees. We had a very young population getting married. Many people, including myself, were planning to have children soon. And so we wanted to make sure we could properly support them. But beyond the CFO side and running HR, realized we had to be able to find the money from somewhere. And I reached out to literally dozens of finance leaders at other companies, small to mid-sized businesses to see how they did it. And obviously, as you know, most of them don't. Most of them are not offering paid parental leave of any length. And for those who do, they don't really do much to actually manage it. But what was really interesting is that I discovered that most companies right now are using short-term disability insurance as a proxy for parental leave. And based on my conversations with those companies, that many are buying disability insurance specifically as a proxy for maternity leave, not because they want that general injury illness solution. So realized companies, being a CFO myself, needed to have a better understanding of the financial aspects of paid parental leave. What are you really getting out of this? And, and, and why don't you understand today why this isn't so important? And what I discovered is really it's finance that's a holdup to paid parental leave within companies. And not so much HR. So somebody out there, and there's no provider today except Parento, needs to help these companies get a better understanding of what the business case is for paid parental leave. Where's the value in this? And then help them manage the financial aspects of this through an insurance-like product that they're already buying for most of the policies that they use today. And so that's what I set out to do was because my background's in finance, I can talk to the CFOs of these businesses and lay out the business cases that they'll need to see 
to offer paid parental leave and help them understand why this is so impactful, why there's a genuine ROI on this, and why this is better for their businesses than actually not offering it today. It's absolutely fascinating. And even just as you're speaking, I'm thinking back to my own experience of taking, you know, paid parental leave and it was under the short-term disability umbrella. But I wonder how many individuals, not only women, I think that's something that's very fascinating just to learn of what actually goes behind the policy because you think you have a good idea, but not necessarily, but even for HR professionals and companies, understanding that that holdup is in the financial area. So how have you, what companies have you reached out to so far? How are you having those discussions in educating people about really what is sitting behind the scenes that if more of us knew about it would make a lot more sense both financially and to the well-being of companies and their employees? Yeah, so we've actually been targeting primarily small to mid-sized businesses in the professional services space, primarily, say, law firms or in the technology space, because these are areas where they might be more receptive to these types of policies generally. But what we actually discovered is how uniquely broad this product is. Everybody needs it. We know that. The reality is that it's more companies outside those types of companies that have the more liberal policies are looking for these types of solutions because HR has generally understood why they should offer this. They just didn't have something to take back to the CFO or, or, or to their executive team to lay out the business case and say, this is how we're going to manage it. And so when we have these conversations, what we've, I spent a lot of time doing, what we spent a lot of time doing is really bolstering our argument that there's an ROI. There are many studies that have looked at the large corporations that have offered this. ENY did a study of 1,500 corporations, BCG did a study of 250, and all of them have attested that there's actually a better ROI on this policy than there are in a lot of other benefits that they offer today. So this is actually should be a higher priority. And then we went and looked at the academic studies and research papers, and there have been literally thousands of those papers written around parental leave, and we build business case based on the experience of those companies and dozens of different papers written specifically around the potential aspects of retention and hiring, as well as actually saving on medical expenses. And so when we go to these companies, we have these conversations, we walk them through how it's actually gonna retain more of your employees that when we say you're losing women because there's this motherhood penalty, it's not just that you know 30 to 40% of your mothers are quitting. No, the majority of them that come back are gonna work part-time or become less productive for you as an employee because there are these obstacles that are up put in their way artificially that you can help bring down so that you can not only retain that employee, but keep them on their career path and get them into leadership positions over time. And we can help you do that. And then of course, that means there's this massive long-term ROI of keeping that employee and then keeping them as productive as possible versus the counterfactual where they're not necessarily that as productive because they, there are these obstacles in their way. And so it's a lot of conversations around how this is so hugely impactful, such a broad subset of the population, and then how it's so impactful with regards to improving income outcomes significantly for those employees. And the CFOs, you know, oftentimes will say, oh, productivity gains, we don't care about those as much. But when we're talking about productivity gains and impacts here, we're talking the average new mom that returns to work might return with 20% fewer hours. She's going to go from full-time to part-time. That's not, a, that's not a soft cost that doesn't matter. That's gonna directly impact your ability to drive your business. That's a huge business disruption, not the, the mother taking three or four months of paid parental leave. And so it's walking through these deeper conversations directly with finance and, and having HR well-educated ahead of time so that they understand 
the additional value proposition that we're bringing to the table because they oftentimes don't necessarily know because HR's job isn't to know all about the different policies and benefits out there and the data behind them. And so we're coming to this arsenal of research and information that is laid out in a way that they understand and that speaks directly to their finance team. It's absolutely fascinating and just the amount of statistics and the, to your point, you discussed the value proposition, you discussed the return on investment, you help employers and HR professionals understand that it's not necessarily those kind of initial costs up front, but the long-term game of why you'd want to keep women, especially mothers in the workforce, that yes, this productivity drop that we may see initially is there, but how can we counteract that, that it's both financially successful for the individual and the company, I think is just absolutely fascinating. And you're addressing something, I'm going to kind of frame it this way, because I think before COVID, this was still such a powerful topic that we needed to address. The U.S. Mm -hmm. lags behind in leave care against any other developed nation. You know, it's, it's almost laughable at times sometimes how much paid, if they're lucky to receive paid time off for having a child. But we're encountering this new kind of wave of moms and dads right now looking at their careers and that with kind of what we're experiencing during COVID because now it's a different sort of leave policy. You guys were really focused on kind of the initial parental leave policy as it relates to having new children or that, but given the, the pivot that we're seeing in what's happening with the pandemic, have you guys taken a look at trying to offer companies that there are some parents who may have to take a leave of absence to care for their children because we're still not set up to handle this new remote environment? that the pandemic and virtual schooling has kind of thrust us into? We've actually program already about in ways that we can support each employee, each parent, and really actually the family unit as a whole and not just has access to our policy. So under our program, while we don't actually help with the leave of absences that we're seeing today, one of the biggest challenges is, is everybody's facing something new and they don't necessarily have the tools or resources to handle what we've built our whole program to be is a holistic solution where we take care factors as well that drive employees to take a step back from work and then provides education and resources back to the company and that employee's team to help them all manage this transitional phase. And we provide one-on-one -on -one support to working parents too. And so what we're seeing now is companies need a solution to help these employees manage everything that's happening because putting more money behind this problem isn't necessarily going to solve it if daycares and schools are closed. So we haven't directly addressed the leave of absences themselves with our product, but under our, our program, we're actually more than just the paid parental leave insurance. We provide one-on-one -on -one support and coaching to the employee and their partner at home and then support directly back to HR and that new parents um, team. But our coaches actually support working parents today, not just new parents. And so we've put our coaches to work in this environment to have weekly conversations or regular calls with working parents who are struggling during this time. And they're helping them with anything to, with regards to the emotional, their own emotional states, mental well-being, as well as giving them tools and advice on how to better manage their days and their weeks or communicate their needs to their companies. And while we're not going to be able to get employees and parents to 100% productivity in this environment, what we want to do is give them the support that they need to better manage this difficult time and hopefully the tools and resources to be a little bit more effective as both parents and employees in this situation. It's wonderful that you're addressing beyond just, you know, there's the financial element of it, but to your point, you guys are offering these great resources to support parents 
you know, regardless of where they're in their parental journey, to kind of navigate these new challenges, navigate the, you know, it's financially uncertain, it's emotionally uncertain, just logistically, it's a nightmare. And I love that Parento is taking that approach to really try and meet parents where they're at right now. And you, you guys are really framing it in a way that I love. You know, you make it that no, no one and no family should have to choose between their job and their family. And so from your experience and, and the knowledge that you've gained, you know, what's made you so passionate about this topic? What have you encountered either in your own life or through your employees or that that's really resonated with you and said, you know what, we need to make a change? Yeah, so this is a bit of an interesting uh, story. So my prior company where I was a CFO, I worked for a female-founded business and in the sexual wellness space. And as a CFO and COO in charge of managing the cash flow and the inventory and our sales forecasting, it became really difficult when we started to run ads and we wanted to advertise our products because companies and different ad channels wouldn't actually allow us to run our ads because they would say it violated their rules or we couldn't do this or that because of, of uh, indecency or think their concerns around that. And what was really challenging is that we would be able to run ads on our products on a regular basis for maybe weeks at a time or maybe months at a time. And then the channel would say no. And then they would give us a reasoning. And what we discovered is that products of a similar nature targeted, targeting men were allowed to run ads and frequency and, and, and regularly, but we couldn't because our products are made for women. And it was in that situation where I actually, for the first time as a man, could actually feel the, or be impacted by societal biases against women and seeing how some of these policies that these channels would craft toward their advertising guidelines were built with, through a male lens and a lack of understanding of this type of issue from a women's perspective. And the fact that we couldn't run ads consistently meant we couldn't drive revenue consistently or we couldn't forecast our inventory and things consistently. And that's what changed my perspective. And then I discovered that having wanted to offer paid parental leave, that the lack of paid parental leave is really kind of the number one issue facing working women today. And companies are losing, we're losing hundreds of thousands of women from the workforce every single year. And companies don't have a full appreciation of the problem. But given that it's a financial problem primarily, and my background's in finance, realizing that we need to solve this issue. And, and not many people are looking at this from how did the company actually do this? And how do we do it in a way where we're not just addressing the financial drivers of paid parental leave, but we're, we're addressing the issues that really create this motherhood penalty. What we wanna do is convert this motherhood penalty into a motherhood asset where women aren't held back because they're mothers in their careers, but we're able to leverage the benefits of motherhood to further your career goals in the way fathers, frankly, are able to see today. There's a fatherhood asset today where fathers actually do better in their careers based on some research than, than non-fathers. So what, how do we get to the point where that's the case for women? Oh, I loved how you framed that because I, I wrote down and I was telling people I'm writing notes down and changing it from the motherhood penalty to the motherhood asset. I think it's so critical because yes, a lot of research shows that men actually do so much better once they have kids. They're more likely to get promoted. They're more likely to have opportunities. They're viewed as a more well-rounded employee when women in the exact same vein, it's almost as a penalty to your point. It's, it's, you know, it's a checkbox against you. Blessing and I always talk about that when we were working together on Mother Honestly way back in the beginning, it was a hallway conversation in our corporate lives where we talked about 
how the development for mothers really stopped the day that you had kids and people looked at you as you weren't going to be as good of an employee. You were now a liability more so than an asset because you had kids, you had these childhood burdens. Um, and that's really kind of what mother honestly kind of grew out of is starting to have these honest conversations. And so I appreciate the honest perspective that you bring from not only your experience, but what you were seeing with, you know, just the ad generation and what we're kind of targeting towards. Um, that it really does impact, and these biases really are, although they may not necessarily always be at the surface, they are very, very strong undercurrents in our current environment. So Parenta is doing a great job of helping companies move into what I would say this new wave of where we should be, but helping them join kind of the new journey. However, a lot of companies, you mentioned that you're working with companies such as tech or legal law firms that are a little bit more open to this. What do you recommend for those companies or for a woman or a man that's sitting where they might be employed by a company that's a little bit more status quo, how to bridge these conversations and how to try and offer, you know, for that company to reach out to Parento and have these discussions? What have you seen with ones that are a little bit more rigid? Yeah, well, one thing that we recommend is one, always reach out to us directly if we can always provide consulting and help directly to that employee to build a business case for the company. But when having these conversations, what we recommend is starting with some of the data behind the value proposition because companies will just assume that paid per leave is a cost and they don't want an employee to be gone for three or four months so they don't understand the actual reality that you, you may not want that employee to be gone for three or four months but they're going to be gone for 12 16 months you know out of the workforce entirely if you don't offer this so you're going to lose them permanently um, so start to build that business case and talk to other employees internally, other parents or other, if you have employee resource groups, reach out to them to build a coalition around this issue to advocate for it internally, because it really helps to have that internal champion. HR is so focused on giving employees policies that they ask for. And if you don't ask for something like this, and you don't push for it, it's going to be harder to get it inside. And so definitely build that coalition, build that business case and start to push for it and help them understand that it doesn't have to be 16 weeks of paid parental leave. Just get to a point where what we recommend is about 10 weeks of paid parental leave, even if it's at less than 100% of pay at maybe 70, 75%, because if a company invests in paid parental leave of like three or four weeks, they're going to spend money on that employee's salary and they're not going to see many benefits. And so it's not until you get to about 10 weeks of paid parental leave and then vacation and PTO on top of it, that companies are going to start to see that return. So they, there is a minimum level investment that companies need to make. And so what we recommend for those stodgier companies is get to a point where you're more comfortable investing at the lower level just to get your feet wet with this policy and give it some time to work. And then over time, start to build on top of that, go to 12 weeks in a couple of years and then hopefully to 14. And so that's what we recommend for company uh, employees. So start with an ROI and a business case and we can help you with that directly. Build a coalition internally and then focus on getting kind of the bare minimum policy in that's gonna drive value for the company rather than asking for the world up upfront. Such helpful tips. It really breaks it down for individuals that want to have those discussions, as well as we have a lot of companies that listen to the podcast. You know, taking a look at where you're at with your current policy. Is it in line with that 10 week minimum before you have that trade off? Um, as well as giving companies some insight, as well of, you know, you don't have to do everything all at once, but here's a starting point. Here's a good measure against other companies. So, a lot of the times, you know, a lot of the metrics that companies look at is how are they comparing to those other companies within the same industry. It's really great benchmarking data that you're providing. 
how can companies and individuals find out more about Parento? Yeah, so you, they can go to our website. It's parentoleave.com. And there's plenty of information on there for both companies. Uh, our, our webpage is focused on companies and then employees can also get more information. And we send out actually information on our policy to employees as well as a guide on what steps they can take and what they could do. And then we also have a calculator for the business case so that everybody can better understand what the actual value proposition is. That's wonderful. And Dirk, I have to congratulate you. We are coming up on two years of the Mother Honestly podcast being a thing. And you are the first male that we've ever had on our podcast. And we've been very particular about holding off on having, um, you know, for the most part, we wanted to hear the stories of ambitious moms and what was going on that. But you, you, what Parento is doing to support moms and parents is so critical. We love the work that you guys are doing. So Kudos to you and to Parento. This is a very, very big deal. And so congratulations on being the first man to join us on the Mother Honestly podcast. And for our listeners, uh, you will also hear from Dirt coming up in the following weeks. As we will have him featured on our October summit that we're doing. Um, and we're so, so thrilled to have you speak at that as well. So for the rest of the year and going into 2021, what are you guys hoping to do with Parento? What, what does the next couple months look for you, like for you guys? Yeah, we're actually uh, hoping that we can start to shift this cultural conversation. You know, when we work with companies, we actually require they offer at least six weeks of paid parental leave to fathers. And that's longer than the median paid parental leave for mothers today. And so what we really want is to be able to leverage the unfortunate impact of the pandemic on mothers today to shift the conversation with companies and society as a whole around the need to better support their parents and the fact that they're getting very little out of their benefits and reward spending today to solve the current issue. Um, and, and we want to be able to just see that conversation shifting and evolving as we go into 2022. And that would obviously set Parento up to do very well, but hopefully improve society as a whole. That's awesome. And I think even that statement is huge that the six weeks of parental leave for fathers is just that you said the minimum for what it is for mothers. And so the, the median policy for yeah. mothers is three weeks if a company offers anything, which is obviously not a paid parental leave policy. So we're hoping to boost that for everybody. Oh, that's, every time I hear those statistics, and I know that I, I've lived them myself, I have friends that have lived them, that's all we talk about. It's still such a slap in the face to hear it and to write it down and say, this is what we're treating mothers in the U.S. It's just. I, I'm speechless because it's so terrible. Yes. And, you know, to your point, to make this societal change, it's a big, we're starting to have more of these conversations. It absolutely needs to occur. Kudos to those companies that are addressing it heads on. Kudos to Parento for really trying to help make this shift. And I'm so, so thankful and grateful that we were able to have you on the podcast and educate not only our listeners as well as companies about where they're at, what they can do. I highly encourage you, please visit www.parent.com parentalleave.com. Sorry, guys. This one's going to be tricky, but I will make sure we have it included on our website and on our socials so that you can follow it as well. They've got great resources on the blog for parents and for employees and how to get coverage. Dirk, thank you again so much for being a guest. We're so thrilled and excited to see what Parento does to help change the game. Thank you so much for having me. This is quite the honor and a privilege to be your first man on here. Yeah, we, we will celebrate it fiercely, and we can't wait to see what you guys are doing. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, Dirk. Thanks.
You too. Thank you very much. Thank you for tuning into the Mother Honestly podcast. If you want more relevant content for the ambitious mom, head on over to motherhonestly.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Mother Honestly. Love our podcast? We want to hear from you. Please rate and review our podcast and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. We love growing at Mother Honestly and your reviews help us grow. Stay safe, stay well, and always stay ambitious.